0: Promote the kind of living that reflects wholesome teaching. Teach the older men to exercise self-control, to be worthy of respect, to live wisely. Come on, there are three things there. He says exercise self-control, not other people control. Come on, we're not talking about witchcraft and manipulating other folk. The Bible said get control of your own life. Exercise self-control, be worthy of respect, and to live wisely. It says they must have sound faith and be filled with love and patience. Similarly, teach the older women to live in a way that honors God. I'm going to ask yourself that question every day. Am I living in a way that honors God? They must not slander others or be heavy drinkers. Instead, they should teach others what's good. These older women must train the younger women to love their husbands and their children, to live wisely and be pure, to work in their own homes, not somebody else's, to do good. Somebody say do good. And it says, Be submissive to their husbands, then they will not bring shame on the word of the Lord. In the same way, encourage young men to live wisely. And you yourself, he's talking to Titus, Paul is talking to Titus, must be an example to them by doing good works of every kind. Let everything you do reflect the integrity and seriousness of your teaching. Teach the truth. So that your teaching cannot be criticized. Then those who oppose us will be ashamed and have nothing bad to say about us. Let me stop there. We've got to get our house in order. Listen, we the men and the people of God, we can't help nobody if we've got a mess ourselves. And listen, you can't fix your own mess. You need the Lord. Somebody say you need the Lord. There's a reason why. We spend time on Sunday morning and Wednesday night and the other times we come teaching because it's where we understand and we get God's pattern and God's method for how we are to live. And he calls us to right living. And the only way we can get to right living is we need right teaching. And the teaching we need needs to come from the word of God. And the life that we live needs to align with the word that we read The message that we preach, the greatest message you'll ever preach is the life that you live. The greatest testimony you have is the test that you come through when you are in concert with what the word of God says. It says, teach the truth. And it says, those who oppose us will be ashamed and have nothing bad to say about us. We're living in a time and in a day where the culture in the world has sought to demoralize and desensitize us to the things of God, to the teaching of God, to the plan of God. And that's why we have so much disorder, is because we have taken, amen, prayer out of the school. We've taken the word out of our home and we have filled it with junk. Do you hear what I'm saying? i'm getting ahead of myself you gotta clean up your house come on that's my message this morning somebody say clean up your house i'm not talking about where you live physically but where you live spiritually come on in your house there are rooms but what are in those rooms and i'm not talking about your furniture and your clothes i'm not talking about what kind of dvds and cds you've got in your repository in your media cabinet But I'm talking about what do you do? How do you spend your time? Listen, how do you interact with those that the Lord have placed in your care? Those of you that are in relationship, those that you have been given parental responsibility, how does it look when you are behind those doors? And what has happened to our families, what has happened to our communities is that we have gotten away from the system that God has set and we have done things in a way that feel good, that look good, that appeal to our senses, that appeal to our earthly desires, but they are not in the order of God. Our world is in trouble. We can look and we can see just various statistics of how folk are struggling and they're hurting and how homes are broken what does a broken home look like it's not always the absence of two parentals it's the absence of christ come on we need jesus to be lord and to be god we need christian values and principles and the only place that we get them is we get them in the church but what happened to the church is what happened to the world. We have been influenced and enticed and we have been intimidated and we have allowed the enemy to bully us and we have drawn back from the truth. We don't want to offend nobody. Come on. And we say love is love. And so we have gone after, and the Bible talks about this, inordinate affection. Y'all don't want to preach about it, but listen, the reason why we've got to talk about it is because that goes against the order of God for how the family is supposed to work. Now, I know we've got in vitro fertilization, and some folks say they don't need a man, they don't need a woman, but listen, God's way and God's method have not changed because science and technology have changed. It's really just in the past maybe 100 years where we have come up with the ability to do that. And that's how you know we are getting much closer to the coming of Christ because there's been an increase in knowledge. Come on, I don't have time to deal with it all today. But the knowledge that have increased have gone against the order of God. If you look, according to the Pew Research, it says in 1960, 73%... Of homes had two parents in the marriage here just recently. Now that's down to less than 50%. Because the order of our life and society have changed because people do not go to church anymore. That's a large part of the problem. We have taken God out of our life. Many folk during this pandemic, we done changed our habits. A lot of folk done took took church out of their schedule and out of their routine. They say, I pray at home. I read the word at home. I'm watching it on television. But listen, God set an order for us, and he called us to come into his house. And he called his house to be a house of prayer. Y'all hear what I'm saying? A lot of things have changed in the way that the family looks. A lot of times we look at the family we see the woman but we don't see the man and the enemy is doing everything he can to demasculate the man and us particularly of color he's doing everything he can to try to demasculate our humanity and masculinity. There's some stuff we look at on television we think is funny but listen It ain't in the Bible for a man to dress up like a woman. Do you hear me? Even if it's a joke. Listen, the enemy is sending a message to us because we got a lot of our young folk confused about who they are. Y'all not listening? Help me, Holy Ghost. We have seen a change in what the family looks like. And a lot of it starts because the men have left his responsibility, and gone after earthly and worldly lust. I tell men all the time, we we did a lot in church teaching people how to live saved from the waist up, but we haven't done a good job trying to teach people how to live saved from the waist down. Y'all not going to listen to me this morning. Paul told Titus to promote the kind of living that reflects wholesome teaching. Too many of us have come out of families where we had grandpa had one family on Main Street and another family on Down Street. Okay, I'm, I'm just using that, okay, and we think it's funny. But listen, God needs us to get back to what he said. He said, teach the older men to exercise self-control. Come on, men, we've got to get our life in order. Come on, we've got to get ourselves in order. And the only way we can do it is to get in relationship with Jesus Christ. It says be worthy of respect. And I've observed this in the church because a lot of us don't have respect for the church because we heard and we saw what the preacher did that wasn't right. Come on, we heard and saw the preacher. He was supposed to be counseling somebody in his office, but instead they was on the couch. Y'all not hearing me this morning. Come on. We have not exercised self-control the way the Bible said. And you got a lot of folk that have aged and they won't respect, but their life doesn't command it because it doesn't line up with what the word of God says. And I've seen this. I'm a young preacher still, but I've been so disappointed when I got around folk and I looked up to them and I thought I was going to learn something. And I get in the back room and they talking crazy just like the folk out here in the world. Come on. Somebody say we've got to get in alignment with the word of God. Older men need to exercise self control. You cannot expect these young people today to respect you if what's coming out of your mouth doesn't line up with your life. It says be worthy of respect and to live wisely. What is wisdom? It's taking the knowledge, it's taking the information. And it's learning how to use it and to apply it. It says to have sound faith and be filled with love and patience. It says similarly teach the older women that live in a way that honors God. Now let me stop here. One thing that is happening to our church is that the order that God has set, the structure that God has put in place, we have deconstructed it. And we have allowed the enemy to take over. And now we have dysfunction and chaos because we've got folk that are trying to teach stuff they don't know. We've got folk that have auditoriums full, but their life does not line up with what the words say. Do you hear what I'm saying this morning? The folk that God have called, God always had an order where there was an apprenticeship and a discipleship about how things work. I, as a young man, as a young boy, cannot learn how to be a man without a man there to show me the way. Women, and I was raised, amen, by, my uh, I would say, a single mother. My father died unexpectedly when I was young but listen she did what she could do but she couldn't do everything I needed men in my life to show me how to put my pants on and how to talk right and how to act right do you hear what I'm saying this morning there are some things that you have not been designed to do and the trick of the enemy is to get us off course from the order of God It's happened in the church. I'm not trying to preach a fire and brimstone message this morning, but it's simple stuff that we've gotten away from that has caused the confusion that we see in our world. The reason why folk is acting up in the school is because they don't have order at home. The reason why folk don't know how to act on your job is because they did not have the structure in their home environment to know how to respect, to know how to be on time, to know how to ask questions, to know how to have a conversation. Come on, we learn these things in the house. That's why when it's time for dinner, everybody ought not to get a TV tray and go to this room and that room. Sometimes we need to cut the TV off and sit around the table and ask our children about their day. Come on. We are in a world that is moving so fast and we've got everything on speed dial. We've got everything. we got meals now. You don't even have to cook. They'll send you the stuff in the mail in a box and you just take it out. And listen, we got a lot of folk that don't know how to do something. And, And I'm not one that believes that because you are this gender, that gender, that means you don't cook or you don't clean. We all need to know how to work. Come on, we all need to be this in together. But you got a lot of folk that are looking for a husband, that are looking for a wife. Are they in the relationship now? They don't know how to do nothing. Men, the tire blow out on the truck. We don't know where the thing is to fix it. Come on. The water's leaking and we got to call somebody. Sometimes you just need to know where the cutoff is in the house and cut it off. Come on. Sometimes, you know, the spouse maybe she has other responsibilities that day. Come on, we need to learn how to put something in the oven and put something on the stove and not burn it up. And we need to teach our children. We need to teach our young women. Come on, women, you've got a place in the home. You can't be gone all the time. Listen, if you've got a young daughter, a young man, they need to see how to interact with the, how a wife interacts with her husband. Come on. And so that's why we got to have, listen, a kind of living that reflects wholesome teaching, self-control, worthy of respect. You can't ask and want your children to respect you if they see you demasculating and talking nasty and crazy to your spouse. Y'all not listening to me. It says exercise self-control. Be worthy of respect. Live wisely. The kids hear you on the phone gossiping come on they see you come on when it's time to eat dinner you texting and your thumbs is moving 100 miles an hour because you're not in engaged in the moment of what's happening come on we're not paying attention to our children and what happens is when you move out of the place that you're supposed to be in somebody else moves into it and listen it's great you know I thank the Lord. I learned how to do a lot of things earlier in life. I cut the grass. When something was broken in the house, I learned how to fix it. But I learned it from my grandpa because that's what he did. I learned it from the men in the church because that's what I saw. And listen, I needed somebody around me to show me the way. But if we are not there, you cannot teach and you cannot give if you are not present. And that's a big problem is that we are not present where we're supposed to be. And so we have a lot of jokers that have moved in the seats now, and they're calling themselves apostles and prophets and bishops. But the Bible says a bishop must be the husband of one wife. Come on. Must rule his own house. Well, where is it? It's in Timothy. And listen, we're letting folk lead us because they know how to sing or because they know how to shout or because they know how to... Listen, if we got folk now, you can create a conference, you can have a whole social media machine around you, make it look like you've got millions of folk. And we are enticed and we're drawn by superficial and surface stuff, but there's no substance. Because the folk and the order that God has set to be in place is out of order. It's in chaos. The older men, you don't know how many folk I have had come to me they're growner than I am talking about crazy stuff. They in their feelings. They hurt. Come on. They they grieving. Come on. They got a grievance because of what this happened at this church or that church. But listen, when you get to heaven and when you stand before the Lord, he's not going to ask you what Johnny or Susie did. He's going to know that you do what i asked you to do were you in the order that i set and there are too many mothers and fathers missing in the church we're being selfish come on instead of helping somebody else not having to go through the same thing you did and instead of you sharing your testimony you've gone home and buried it in the closet and focused on your 401k account in your retirement. Y'all don't want to hear this this morning. The reason why we've got so much confusion and disorder and dysfunction is because leadership is not where it needs to be. Accountability is not where it needs to be. And listen, we've got young women. It said the older women ought to teach the younger women. Come on, in the Remnant Church, we need the older women. We need the older men. There are some men that don't know how to treat their wife. They don't know how to raise their children. And we've got too many young men that are graduating from high school and going into college. And then they get out and they got another boyfriend. And they're getting married because they didn't have a man in their life that was present to show them that you don't walk like this. You don't talk like this. And we're letting the world train us instead of getting the training we need from the word of God in the house of God. Systems are broken, not because God's plan is broken or because God's worth is broken. But it's because the truth is not being preached and is not being lived. We've got to have integrity. Paul tells Titus so that those oppose us will have nothing bad to say about us. He says in verse 9, Titus chapter 2, I've got to wrap this up. Slaves obey their masters and do their best to please them. They must not talk back. Too many of us, we've lost our Christmas witness on the job because we're acting like everybody else. Listen, the Bible says a soft answer, turn away wrath. It says don't talk back or steal. Come on, you ought to show up on time. Come on, if you engage to give 40 hours, then you ought to give 40. Come on, we shouldn't steal. You shouldn't be taking the stuff home out of the supply closet. Come on, some of y'all got all the pens and all the copy paper at home. Come on, we've got to have a witness that line up with what the words say. It says to be trustworthy and good. There's a lot of folk. We got this remote working going on and I was talking to some folk, some major corporations here about what they were doing just the other day and, and everybody was talking about the, the accountability part of it because um, they don't trust their people. But I've always felt like this. If you do not trust the people that work for you, then why are they there? And if we are believers and we are Christians, we ought to be trustworthy. If you're working from home, you're working remotely, you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. Amen. It says, for the grace of God has been revealed, bringing salvation to all people. And we are instructed to turn from godless living and sinful pleasures. And we live in this evil world, but we should live in this evil world with wisdom. How am I to live? How do I clean up my house? I need the wisdom and the divine revelation and instruction of God, and I need to know how to do it. And how do I do how to do it if there isn't anybody to show me? And listen, it's time for us to show up where we haven't showed up. Come on, it's time for us to be present where we haven't been present. You ain't got to push yourself in somebody else's business. But there's a lot of folks looking for somebody to show them how to discipline their children. I was listening to a young man the other day, and he was talking about how he learned to discipline his children. He learned that in church because he was hollering and fussing and fighting with the kid trying to get him to sit down and he saw one of the older men and how his children entreated him and respected him and he realized that there was a different and there was a better way to go about this than having a tug of war and about to drag down have a fight with a toddler come on we've got to learn how somebody say lord teach me how it says we should live in this evil world with wisdom somebody say get wisdom and then it says righteousness. What is righteousness? Doing what's right in the sight of God. Getting in the right relationship with God. And then it says in devotion to God. While we look forward with hope to that wonderful day. When the glory of our great God and Savior Jesus Christ will be revealed. For he gave his life to free us. Listen, you may have been locked up with something. You may have come in a, out of a dysfunctional environment. You may have seen what's wrong to do. You know, oftentimes I've seen that sometimes in my teaching. The Lord has shown me what not to do and shown me from somebody else's mistake how I should live and how I should be. And listen, let's not be foolish and stupid. Let's get our house cleaned up. Let's not look and see what happened when we know what happened when this man did this and this woman did that and the consequences of it let's stop repeating the patterns let's stop pursuing and promoting the cycles and let's get into a place where the order of God so much reflects through what we do and how we live until the world can see and they can know that there's a better way that there's a higher purpose and a plan that there's a truth that God has set for us to live a godly and an orderly life and an orderly life is a guy that honors God it's a life that reflects God and guess what where do we learn that where do we get that you don't get that at the university you don't get that from HR come on you don't get that from the 1-900 number you don't get that from getting essence magazine and cosmopolitan come on the church is the place that God have established for truth to be taught, for faith to be nurtured, for men and women and young men and children to be cultivated, for they would learn how to conduct themselves, for us to learn what the values are so that we can reflect them in the behavior of the Father. We get this in the house. I'm here to tell you today, there's a lot of stuff your children are learning when you're not talking when they're watching what you do they're watching how you live they're watching what you watch they're watching where you go come on when we are living under the roof of the god's kingdom come on we've got to follow his rules you ever heard your parents say that if you're going to be in my house you're going to follow my rules listen we're not going to change god's church we're not going to turn it around and make it something else Listen, If we are going to live under the system of the blessing of God. Then we've got to get under the order of God and we've got to stop making excuses for our situation. Listen, the Lord have provided a way out. It says in verse 14 of Titus chapter 2, Jesus Christ gave his life to free us from every kind of sin. Come on, he came to free us from adultery. He come to free us from pornography. He come to free us from poverty. He come to free us from self defeatism. He come to free us from, come on generational curses. He come to free us from alcohol. He come to free us from drugs. Come on, he come to free us from being not good enough. He comes to free us from rejection. He comes to free us from depression. Come on, there's too many of us bound up. Come on, Jesus says, I come that you have life and have it more abundantly. Come on, but you've got to clean up the house. Come on, the enemy's doing what he's doing because we give him permission to do it. You've got to close the door. Come on. And we have to close the doors. We've got to lock up. Stop being selfish. Older men teach the younger men. Older women teach the younger women. And listen, we can't be silly about it. We need to be serious about it because the enemy is doing everything he can to reprogram our family. If you look at commercials now, I look and I said, Lord, behind that silhouette is two women kissing. And you didn't used to see that on television. You used to see the men doing it with the men, but now you got women doing it out in the open. And we try not to offend nobody. You say, Well, they doing that because they had a man and he wasn't right. Listen, Jesus came to free us. Hallelujah. But you gotta wanna be free. You gotta wanna be delivered you got to want to be healed. You say, I'm this way because of what my daddy did, because of what my daddy said, what my mama did, what my mama said. Listen, when you get to heaven, the Lord's not going to ask you about what your mama, your daddy, your grandma, grandpa did or said. He's going to look at your life, and he's going to ask, did you get your life in order? Did you clean your house up? Thank you, Jesus. The only way to clean your house up is to come into his house, is to come under his system of instruction. Thank you, Lord. We've accepted false doctrine and allowed what appeals to our emotions, our intellect, and our flesh to determine how we live our life. But we have to go after the truth of the word of God if we want to be free today. It says who the son has set free is free indeed. We need to get rid of the lies and stop hiding and covering up our sin. And we need to come out. There's too many folk coming out. But listen, we need to come out. Listen, into the kingdom. We need to come into the truth of the word. Thank you, Jesus. We moved away from the system God set for the family. And we're living in a hurt place when the Lord have opened up the door for us to come into a healed place. We're nursing our hurt. We're nursing our wounds. We're heating away from the place. There's so many folk right now, they've retreated away from the very system in order that God set for them to be healed and be set free. And that's the trick of the enemy. Thank you, Jesus. If you're hurting, you're wounded. If you're if you're sad, if you've been rejected, if you've made a mistake, you're in the right place. Thank you, Jesus. Too many of us. We've allowed the order of man to keep us out of the order of God because we were looking at folk on the stage and we thought they were perfect. and You didn't realize the mess they had going on and it didn't line up. Because there's nobody perfect. The Bible says we've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. But the grace of God have appeared unto all men, bringing salvation to all people. You don't have an excuse. No community, no church, no family, no house can function properly. We don't follow the order of God. We've got to deal with sin. And the way we deal with sin is not dealing with somebody else. Dealing with yourself. God never called you to deal with somebody else. He called you to deal with yourself. He never called you to fix somebody else. He said, fix yourself. Get your house in order. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. God has set an order. He set an order for Titus. He said, this letter's from Paul, a slave of God. And an apostle of Jesus Christ. Before he was an apostle, he was a slave, and that word meant he was a servant. And too many of us, we in charge, we running our life, we're running our time. We aren't under the authority and the system that God has set. He called us to be sons and daughters. Before we can be an apostle, come on, we can't lead, and we can't give, and we can't feed if we don't have it ourselves. And listen, we can't be mixed up in the truth. You either in it or you're not. I'll say this. I was in a deacon. I was in a church one time, and the deacon told me, he told me, he said, Ella Heron, I know it was wrong, but the, the leader told me to do it. And I thought to myself, you're a grown man, older than he is. What's wrong with you? What's wrong with us? It's time for us to line up. It's time for us to get a house in order. The devil has wreaked too much havoc too long. And you have the authority to stop it. How? You've got to get under the system, God says. He says, I've been sent to proclaim faith. And that's what I do every Sunday. I'm trying to, I'm proclaiming faith. I'm proclaiming what the word of God says. that Faith comes by hearing. Hearing comes by the word of God. God has chosen us to teach and to know the truth and to show others how to live a godly life. I'm doing everything I know how to live safe. And listen, it's hard. Listen, how is it so hard? Because there's so much pressure. There's temptation. Listen, it's a lot easier to go about it the way the worlds have set. But listen, there's a way that seems right under the man, but the end thereof is the way of death. God set a system for men and women to have authentic models and mentors. Come on, our young men and women. They've been presented an alternative view by the culture of what's appropriate. But it's time for us to give them Christ. And we can't give them Christ if we're not following Christ. Paul said, don't follow me. But he said, follow me as I follow Christ. And listen, I've made up in my mind I'm not following you if you're not following the Lord. I don't care how old you are. I don't care what your title is. I don't care how much money you've got time for us to break the patterns and the cycles of broken families in our community and in our church the only way to do it is to teach holy and right living you trying to get something i'm telling you righteousness and holy living will get it he said sound doctrine what does that word doctrine mean teaching come on you need some teaching and you can't get it if you're not here i say it all the time you can't get it if you're not here and i can't give it all to you on sunday morning because y'all ready to go right now praise the lord Praise the Lord. Get your house in order. How do I do it? Stop operating on your agenda and go after God's. Paul's goal was to build up faith and knowledge of the people. He was anti-culture because it was anti-Christ. We live in a culture that promotes self. Listen, you can quench your thirst, meet your every desire, have it your way. But listen, the only way to have an orderly life is to have a life of restraint. You cannot do what you want to do. You can't say everything you want to say. Come on. What did Paul say? Older men, self-control, worthy of respect, live wisely, be filled with love and patience. Too many of us done told somebody off. We need to go back and repent and ask them to forgive us. Come on. Too many of us, we've left our Christian witness, and we got caught up doing what we wanted to do, how we wanted to do it. Thank you, Lord. It's time for us to confront modernism. Modern, I can't say it. Modernism. It's time for us to confront new age, and sensuism. all contemporary. And a lot of this is just the reintroduction of ancient heresy. Come on, we need to know the truth. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. How can a young man or young woman learn how to disciple and build their family if those of us that have been there and done that don't care, are not here, are not willing to move past their pain, hurt, and mistake and offense and be a mentor and a model for somebody else enduring the struggle that you've already been through to peel off the layers of your life in an appropriate setting to let folk know I haven't always been like this I haven't always looked like this and you can get through it come on it's time for us to break these patterns and cycles we need mothers and fathers to rise up and show us how somebody say show me how the way I learned how to pray somebody told me to pray they showed me how to pray. Come on. The way that we learn, somebody showed me how. How do I be a husband? How do I be a wife? How do I be a father? How do I be a mother? How do I be a boss? How do I be an owner? How do I be an employee? How do I be an effective citizen in my community? How do I be a deacon or an elder in the church? How do I do it? And I'm tired of folk telling me, I don't feel welcome. I don't feel included. There's a place for everybody in this church. There's something for everybody to do. But you got to make a choice whether you're going to do it or not. Thank you, Lord. Stop promoting self. Thank you, Lord. We need sound doctrine. We live in a disorderly environment. But your life don't have to look that way. Your life don't have to be that way. Thank you, Jesus. Let's get after the order of God. Men, self-control, respect, wisdom, sound faith, love, patience, women, honor God, teach what's good, train the women, train the young women, wisdom, purity, work, submission, wisdom, integrity. We need these words. They're missing. They're missing. Ethics. Come on. We so caught up in what the legal thing says. Everything that's legal is not ethical. Do you hear me? And a lot of us, we say we don't break no laws, we don't do this, we don't do that, we don't do that. But are you living the way the Bible said? Come on, are you instilling biblical values and principles in your children? Or are you letting them know you can have whatever you want because I'll get it for you? Somebody told me this a long time ago. It's some of the best wisdom I got. They said don't give your children everything they want. And don't let them do everything they want to do. We got to learn to exercise restraint. When I was a young preacher, and you can stand to your feet. I never went and preached anywhere unless I asked my pastor. He knew where I was at. And if he said, no, I wasn't going, then I didn't go. And I did that in every church I was in. We done got grown in God. When folk used to go out of town, they used to call a preacher and tell him, I'm going out of town. I'm not going to be at church this Sunday, Pastor. Pastor but too many of us are doing what we want to do I can't cover you effectively if you're not here I love you come I want to see you blessed come on this teaching is right come on you can go to a mega church and be lost in it but listen I don't want a pastor church when Jesus show up and he cracked the sky and we all still here I want to see an empty building Huh? Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. I don't want to be here for the great tribulation. Y'all not saying nothing. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. I want to go with Jesus when he get ready for me to go. Thank you, Lord. You, everything you're doing should be getting ready for heaven. Come on. You're not going to be here forever. Go down there to temple. Go in the back. They probably got 20 30 folk laid out. They're not here no more. Come on. We're not here to stay. We need to get our life in order. And listen, what you leave is greater than what you got when you was here. It's the deposit. It's when you cannot be somewhere and it's still running like it's supposed to be running. Your children know the word. They know how to pray. They know how to act. They know how to teach their children. They know how to manage their finances. Hello. Come on. They know what it means to serve God and to be faithful in church. Y'all hear me? They know what it means to tithe. Y'all don't want to talk about that. Thank you, Jesus. They know how to keep stuff clean. I say this all the time. Order. We need order. Somebody say, we need order. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I'm done preaching. I've been up here too long. Thank you, Jesus. God established an order for how things are supposed to work. And it's time for us to get back to it. We need mothers and fathers. And listen, it's not about your age. Come on. It's about your closeness with God. It's about your walk with Christ. Listen, the Lord is raising men and women up in this church even now. Because this person wouldn't do it and that wouldn't do it. God says, I'll do it another way. There's too many folk have abandoned their post. And there are too many folk that went up a certain rank and thought they were ready for a seat and God's going to do it another way. Y'all hear me? Thank you, Jesus. Get your house in order. Thank you, Lord. Lord, you see where we are. You know what we need. None of us are perfect. But Lord, we're going to stop making excuses about this and that. Lord, we want to line up to live an orderly life. Lord, and we thank you Even as you model and pattern before us, a parent and a child relationship. And Lord, you haven't called us to a slave mentality, but to be a son and a daughter. And Lord, help us to be teachable. Help us, Lord, to be flexible. Help us, Lord, to have integrity. Help us to walk in faith and love and patience and not be looking for an offense. Lord, help us to forgive and let go. Help us to stop nursing our hurt and our pain. And help us to come into the place of purpose and destiny. Help us to get our house in order. Lord, you see what's in our room. You see what's in our life. You know, the things that we've harbored, the things that we've given permission to. Lord, we repent right now. Lord, we want you to ask to to forgive us right now. Cleanse us right now. Heal us right now. Help us right now. Lord, help us to let go of yesterday. Help us to forget those things which are behind. Help us not to be caught up into the culture, but help us to go after Christ. Lord, we thank you today. You said even through your servant to live is Christ, to die is gain. Lord, we praise you today. That we would not be desensitized to what your word says or what your spirit wants, but we would come into a closer relationship with you and we would honor you and we would honor one another. And Lord, we would promote righteous living and godly and living and wisdom and integrity and purity and honor and love and patience and self-control. Lord, we wouldn't do everything we want to do, buy everything we want to buy, low everywhere we want to go, but we would exercise restraint. You said with our vision, people perish. They cast off restraint. Lord, help us now to come under the order of your kingdom. Help us to count, to have a greater understanding of what it means to live right, to love right, to be right, to teach our children, to raise them up, to train them up like you said. Lord, we want your order to be established in our life. We want you to be head. We want you to be Lord. We want you to be God. Forgive us of every place of idolatry, of every place where we've promoted self, where we've promoted our agenda, where we've gone after the lust and the desire of our flesh. Lord, help us to go after you as the heart panteth out to the water brook, Lord, help us to get our house in order. We can't do it on our own. We can't fix it on our own. You see the messes we've made. You see the messes other people made for us. But Lord, we thank you that you're cleaning us up creating us a clean heart, renewing us a right spirit. Lord, deliver us from every place of bondage. You have come. You have come. You are the one that have come to free us from every place of sin, to free us from every place of bondage. Lord, to free us from the evil that's in this world from every kind of sin to cleanse us to make us your own people to be committed to the things that you've taught to be encouraged and blessed to live in a a godly world to live in a place where we can look forward and not be ashamed that the appearance of your coming but Lord when you call us when you summon us we don't have to look down but we look up in expectation and hope because our hope is in you and Lord our trust is in you and we thank you for your help today. We thank you for your healing today. We thank you for your anointing today. We thank you for helping us to rise up in every position you've called us to in Jesus name. Thank God. Amen. Come on my appeal this morning. Hallelujah. is for every man or woman. Amen that has not been in the place you're told to be in God and you're ready to come forth You're ready to come forward. You're ready to change. You're ready to let go of your way. And you're ready to go after God's way. Come on. The the only way, amen, to salvation and deliverance and healing is through repentance. Come on, it's through repentance. And listen, it's time for us to repent and it's time for us to pray. I don't care who you are. Come on, we all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. It's time for us to come out of every place of rebellion we've been in. It's come for us to come out of every place of rejection we've been in, every place of hurt we've been in, and come to the healing waters. Come to the healing room. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. If you want to be free today, thank you, Lord. They sung that song, Freedom. And we celebrate our culture. this Black History Month. For so long, we've been well oppressed, Amen. We was uh, being treated poorly, and some of us still are. But listen, God have called us kings and queens, and listen, He called us in His kingdom, and He's given us power and authority. And it's time for us to take our place. It's time for us to take our seat. It's time for us to advance the kingdom of God through our family. And break the cycle and break the precedent and the pattern that the enemy wants that we are black, but we're broke. Come on, we're black, but our family is tow up. Come on, it's time for us to change the statistics. I had some statistics I was going to read, but I don't want to discourage it because they're not good. Because a lot of these statistics, when you start looking at the demographics, us of color, those numbers are worse. Y'all not saying nothing? Come on. They're worse. Why? Because the enemy knows that divided, we fall. But united, we stand. And it's time for us to get our house in order. Time for us to get our life in order. You've got to break the pattern. Come on, men, women. Come on, you've got to break it. Because if you don't break it, your children are going to go through the same thing you went through. But it's going to be worse because time. Is getting short, and the stuff that you dealt with is different. Come on, the devil's not playing with us. Come on, it's some, it's some, it's some, it's some stuff that's that's not new, but it's been unlocked down and it's been it's being set free right now. This stuff that's going on in Russia, this has not happened in years. Somebody just take over a sovereign country and go in. Like they are, listen, because the enemy understand that his time is short. And listen, that's why we've got to make clear and make plain who we are in Jesus Christ. And when folk look at us, they're not confused by what we're talking about. They see our life is in order. They see some person that was healed but hurt but they've been healed. They see somebody that was wounded, but they've been set free. They learn how to forgive. Come on, thank you, Lord. They seen somebody that got a divorce. They seen somebody that was single. They seen someone that was abused. They seen someone that had a foreclosure that went through a bankruptcy. They see somebody that come out of it victorious. That came out of a situation that was abusive, but they walking in victory. They're walking in faith. Come on, they came out of a place of low self-esteem or discouragement. And now, like the men and women we saw, some of them on the screen, all of them wasn't saved, but we can make a difference. Come on, we can do it for Christ. Get your house in order. Get your house in order. Come on, I'm opening up this altar quickly, and we're going to go home. Amen. If you need prayer, come on.